Welcome to the Emotional Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Rochelle. I'm a holistic human design health coach, and this podcast is here to support you in your journey to understanding and regulating your emotions, to help you remember who you are, to ground into your knowing, and to support you in all things spiritual, emotional, and health, mind, body, and soul. I bring some amazing guests to share their story with you, and my goal is to have conversations that are supportive of wherever you find yourself in your journey. I thank you so much for being here. This podcast started as a space to just share my voice, and over the years, it has become so much more. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am sick, so I'm going to try not to sniffle or cough too much. I also just got back from a real quick 24-hour trip to Austin for an event and just sort of went down to decompress and enjoy some of the vegan food. So I it just got back. It's like nine o'clock at night. So I'm going to make this brief and hopefully have to edit it minimally. But the biggest transit that's going to be happening this week is our full moon, September 29th at at six degrees of Aries. Sorry. And so this is during Libra season. And every opposite of the zodiac holds powerful lessons for the other one, right? So anytime you're trying to embody a sign, so whether that's your sun sign or your rising sign or Mars energy, we're always going to look to the opposite and see what shadows are coming up around the opposite energy. So where Libra um, overgives, right? Libra wants harmony, balance, peace, justice, all these things. Libra can really abandon itself or not listen to itself to people please and agree with someone else when maybe they don't actually feel like that's the truth. Um, So where that's Libra's you know, overgiving people pleasing Aries is extremely selfish in its shadow, right? Libra and Aries are both masculine cardinal energies, and they both hold that starter energy um, because cardinal signs are starter energies and Aries begins the zodiac, right? Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac. It starts, it's fast, it's quick, it's action oriented, it's all the things. So And then Libra starts the relationship. It's the we part of the zodiac, the collective part of the zodiac, the community. It's, It's all about relationships. And so it's really important to combine these together, the we and the I, right? We can't fill a cup of others unless our cup is filled, that sort of thing. So Aries holds lessons for Libra in taking care of itself, and Libra holds lessons for Aries in taking care of the other as well as the self, right? So um, this is really kind of the major themes of this specific full moon. Um, And it's also, you know, Aries starts spring season, Libra starts fall season. So spring is, you know, when life begins and fall is when life begins to hibernate a little bit. The colors change. It's absolutely beautiful. I love fall, right? We can see the colors changing. Nature is just stunning. And then we go into this hibernation period and then we come out the other side in Aries. So um, again, I think those are the holding lessons for each other are really, really important. Full moons in themselves are times to release, really, to assess what's not working and to step into alignment with the vision you hold for yourself, right? It's time to check what's come up in the past six months because each lunar cycle continues for six months, sometimes more depending on what you're manifesting or what your intentions are, what you're moving through in the transits and all the things, right? So changes really happen over time. And those intentions that you set six months ago may have come to fruition. They may be still in the works. There may be a lot of lessons coming up. This is also why I love journaling and I recommend everyone to journal because you can really like look back in your journal and really see what happened over time. So again, this full moon is the 29th and 
So astrologically, when we look at this new or this full moon, sorry, there really isn't anything crazy going on with the moon itself, right? Uh, full moons are always opposite to the sun. So this is an inner journey of the emotional body and the ego, the sun and the moon. Um, the energy of oppositions usually comes to us from outside of ourselves. So those themes of Aries and Libra might be coming to you in your relationships or through the reflections of others. Again, we're all mirrors for each other and all the people that you call into your life are mirrors for some aspect of the self, right? So when we look at any transit, we can also look to the sign ruler and that's where that's what I feel is the most important for this full moon story. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But when we are looking at any transit, we can also look at the sign ruler to see the energy that will be added to the transit itself. So Mars is the ruler of Aries and Venus is the ruler of Libra. So what I love about both of these areas, both of these energies are their powerful sexual and primal masculine feminine energies. When I sit in meditation and connect to the planets themselves, aside from astrology, Venus and Mars always come through to me really strongly together. They're very deeply tied together. And so Mars is currently found in Libra, where it doesn't necessarily like to be. Libra kind of mutes the energy of Mars and it asks it to like play nice rather than to plow through and assert itself in the way that it normally does. Um, Mars is also conjunct the south node which is a place where we normally find comfort, right? So when we look at the nodal access, we're called to lead into the energy of the North Node in this life. Yet the South Node is likely where we'll have played the role of that particular energy many lifetimes before. So this current nodal story is asking us to step up and lead to assert ourselves and move away from playing the supporting role. But the key is to integrate it. It's not to reject it. It's not to leave it in the past. It's to learn those lessons and integrate that into the North Node. Um, so with Mars conjunct the South Node, we might feel a bit of a stronger pull towards the comforts of the South Node because Mars is assertion, right? It's action. It's all those things. So in addition to that, Mars is in square with Pluto. Uh, Mars shares rulership of Scorpio with Pluto. And this is a deep and intense sexual energy and squares our internal struggles, right? So it's calling for us to take action on something. Um, I'm currently reading a book on sexuality in the horoscope, which is what it's called, sexuality in the horoscope. And they talk about these harsh aspects like squares and oppositions, right? And how they're really creative energy. So we can lean into that because it's through these intense, through the suffering, through the trials of life that we create the beauty and the honey and the nectar of life, right? And so Mars is also sextile Venus. So they're ta literally talking to each other. So this might be some calling some sexual energy in your relationships, right? Um, and these are the ruling energies of the full moon story as well. Um, and they're working together. And then finally, we have Chiron, which is our wounded healer, is also conjunct to the North Node. So we're, while we're being called to learn the lessons of the South Node, especially with Mars there, right? Chiron is showing us the wounds of the North Node. And so the energy of this full moon is really asking us to do some deep work around our direction, our emotions, our wounds, and our depths. And then Venus, um, other than it stands with Mars, right, it's also square Uranus, which is going to bring some anxiety, unpredictability, possibly ungroundedness. This might bring up some themes of the body because Uranus is in Taurus, the other sign that Tor Venus rules, and we're going to get into that in just a second. And this energy is really calling us to begin our work around the next eclipse cycle, right? So the eclipses are going to be happening in Taurus-Scorpio axis, which really holds sexual potency and lessons, right? Venus is dual ruler of Taurus and Libra, and Mars is dual ruler of Aries and Scorpio. And so that is where I feel like we really the the energetic focus of this full moon is it's not just the moon it's the rulers of the moon right the moon and the sun and then which is also it playing into this 
eclipse season that's happening in this Taurus Scorpio axis. Taurus is raw femininity. It is like mother nature. It's Gaia. It's it's the feminine. It's just, it's grounded. It's like all of these really sensual, beautiful things. And then Scorpio on the other side is just passionate. It's intense. It's <clears throat> jealous. And, and Taurus is jealous as well, right? They hold lessons for each other. But it's just this really deep sexual energy as well. It, it rules the sex organs. It, it's all the things, right? And so these energies together and then also with Libra and Aries as well. And so I think that's going to be a really important lesson for this full moon. So as you're sort of diving into it, as you're sort of leaning into it, um, kind of just see what's coming up around those things and maybe meditate on it, journal around it and just like notice what's come up. And of course, with Venus having been in retrograde, Venus and Mercury are direct currently. They're still in their shadow phases. Um, Mercury might be out of it, but Venus is still in its shadow phase until like I think October 7th. So really within this too, we can also reflect what has come up during the last couple months, right? Since July 22nd when Venus was in retrograde, especially because Venus is a player in this moon story. Um, just like noticing what's come up around those themes. So that is my really quick summary of the transit of this week. You can follow me on Instagram for more. It's at rochelle.christian, R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E dot C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-E. Uh, TikTok is the same. Um, YouTube is emotional, at Emotional Mastery Podcast and website is rochellechristian.com. You can book a reading. Um, the Holistic Human Design Academy is launching October 22nd. So there is a link to join the wait list for that if you're interested. I won't get too much into it this time, but listen to previous podcasts episodes find me on instagram or tune into thursday's episode i would definitely dive more into it then but i hope this is supportive of your week maybe planning for the full moon and um yeah just reach out to me and i'll talk to you on thursday